0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Real Impact. I'm your host, Austin Rice. We got a good one lined up for you guys today. Mr. Amato Vasquez with Island Meal Prep. One, two, three, four. Amato, what's up, man? what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? No, good. I, I noticed, too, I, I missed a, I missed the word. It's Island Fresh Meal Prep. Yeah,
1: uh, well, the actual name is Jack's Fish Organic Meals LLC. Our DBA is Island Fresh. And there we the go.
0: It's is IslandFreshMeals.com. Man. There we go. There we go. I got you. We're good, man. So for, for those of you that are watching that maybe don't know you, um, kind of give us a, a brief little uh, glimpse
1: into who you are. Okay, so... Well, uh, I'm an immigrant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's start with that one. Uh, I came to the states with uh, I was 14 from Cuba, born and raised there. Came over, um, struggled a lot, obviously like everybody else. Uh, being being here first, joined the military back in 20. Uh, it was like 2007. Um, did a full tour. So I'm still in the reserves. Uh, opened up the business back in 2017. Kind of wanted to do, uh, help home my family and stuff like that. One thing led to another. Uh, we've been really successful. Uh, opened our second location. Then everything came down like COVID-wise. We did it during that time frame. We were not expecting that, so we had to close one location. Uh, we opened the front, uh, the storefront uh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, that one kind of took off. I too, uh, I left the military, moved over to the uh, to the reserve side, and uh, now I'm here. So yeah, that's so a quick background of what I do, so of what I did, and where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, man. So. You, um, for for anybody listening right now, right, we'll we'll kind of unpack that, right. Um, you were full time active duty in the Navy, right? Absolutely, yes. I was a rescue swimmer
1: for 14 years, which is a we call it MH60 Romeo, uh, an air crewman. So just had a lot of fun shooting guns, jumping out of helicopters, <laughs> and, uh, hellfire missiles, torpedoes, chasing submarines. You know, doing recon. Uh, work with uh, had the opportunity to work with some Spec Ops guys out there in the, uh, what we were doing in Nihua, the the Horn of Africa. Um, I, I spent a lot of time. Uh, I think the second deployment was like a whole year and a half total uh, my time. Uh, yeah, it, it was crazy, but I had a lot of fun.
0: Um, yeah. Now, and you started the business while you were still full time, right? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I was doing
1: uh, CBTSC uh, workups uh, back in 2017. Uh, and uh, I was out there in the middle middle of the ocean talking to Tallahassee. It was super funny because, you know, we're going river seas, so we just can't have no communication. So it took me, I got three or four months to figure everything out. And I'm <laughs> an entrepreneur, so I had to read a lot of books, I had to talk to a lot of people because um, obviously, I don't know, I didn't, at the time, I didn't know anything about business, how to open it up, how to start it up, you know, LLCs, this and that, you know. And, and I gathered a lot of knowledge when I was out there. And yeah.
0: uh, it, was, it, it was pretty funny. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So first off, Thank you for your service, man. Thank, thank um, you. Sir. You know, and then let's kind of let's kind of unpack that, man. Like, so your active duty, what was the thought process? like, what made you want to, you know, start a business? You know, obviously what you're doing now, you know, what made you want to start a business back in 2017? You know, you're having all this fun, you're doing on deployments, you know, you're in the middle of the ocean. I'm sure the last thing on your mind was, you know, <laughs> what's next, right? It's just like everything else, you know, got
1: God Put people in front of you for a reason, and, uh, and things happen in life for a reason. I'm a great believer of that. Um, you know, and uh, at the time, my family was struggling. Uh, when the whole 2015 house market crashed, uh, sadly, my mom was part of that, and you know, she lost her house, she lost everything in 2017. Uh, they had to move in with me, so the business really came up as an opportunity, uh, for them to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing led to another. We started cooking at the house, which is kind of like, it's, it's yeah, we started cooking at the houses, and that we had. I think the first week first week we had like one one or two clients, and then within like two months we had like 20 clients. I was like, holy crap! You know, this thing is growing really quick, really fast. Um, and as a liability issue, I was like, listen, I have to get this right. You know, so mm-hmm. so I want to say the biggest reason why it was family. And like I said, I was just like you said, I was I was doing my thing, great successful career in the military, uh, Air Crewman of the Year, bunch of awards. You know, like I was I was doing really well uh, in that aspect with my. Uh, with my military service and uh yeah the family family definitely you know this is what i tell people all the time in times of chaos just stop and things will place themselves in front of you and that's what that's what happened like one mm-hmm. thing led to another and uh, like i said i read a lot i got myself into the books and uh yeah family was the biggest drive because i wanted to help them out than anything else where they really had something to do um and uh yeah it that's off. awesome
0: Nah, I think I think that's a that's a killer story, man. Obviously, you know, humble beginnings in the kitchen, you know, cooking up meals for people and stuff like that. So let's kind of dive into, you know, the business, right? So explain to to everybody listening, you know, what you guys do, what your services are, what you guys provide, and everything like that.
1: Give you a little plug, man. <laughs> yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, no, so right now what we do for people is like, uh, we are a little bit different than everybody everybody else. Sometimes they have like Monday and on, Tuesdays only deliveries, about seven days a week. And what we do, we uh, we just cook for people mainly and we do macro-oriented uh, macro meals. So if you have a custom plan and you need something specific, I need 40 grams of protein in my meals. Um, I want to have a restriction on my carbs where I can only get like 30 grams. We provide that service for clients. So any anything they need. We can approach it in a you know in a good way. Heck, they get um, a lot of good quality products. So <clears throat> that's the one thing that I want to say breaks us away from everybody. It's just the quality of our product and because we're local. Oh, um, so okay. we're not like we're not using frozen products. We're not using like you know anything anything crazy like that. So we keep our meals super clean. Uh, stay away from vegetable oils. You know we uh, try to keep our sodium content low like to tell the clients have a good quality meal that it's helped them to reach their goals and their full potential because nutrition as we know is health. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, I'm a big 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 promoter of that uh you know staying fit and eating healthy will keep you away from the doctor. I mean that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing out there man you don't want to you don't want to go to the doctor all the time because you have diabetic heart issues and this and that so that's what we provide for our clients and uh we open up a lot of storefront. Because the clients were asking for that. They're like, man, you guys gotta do something where well, we can come in and get a couple of meals and eat here and sit down and have some fun. And now we have a full out like cafe, hashtag restaurant. So we have our, our Cuban influence in there. We added some platanitos, sweet potatoes, French fries, we got beers. So we have a full, like a full menu now where clients can go. Our chicken, mm-hmm. our French wrap is fire. We got our, <laughs> we got island burritos, you know, we got culanos. Yeah. Yeah, we got Cuban Phillies and because at the same time, we understand, you know, at times we need something that's good for the soul. Oh, yeah.
0: No. So that's awesome, man. So you started off with just doing like meal prep, right? Just doing the meal prep service. And, you know, were you guys delivering those? Um, Were you guys having people come pick them up? Like, how did you guys kind of start with that? Because obviously now you guys have the evolution to the storefront with the meal prep. No, right. after this, it's obviously yeah. not how you started, right?
1: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. No. <laughs> so we started from the house, so people would come over to the house, pick up stuff at the house, and uh, like one thing led to another. I came back from deployment, uh, from the work that I was doing. I was able to stay home for a little while, and uh, you know, like I said, once I got the license, what we got we got a small kitchen uh, space and stuff like that, and uh, then we started having pickup locations. Then, like, mm-hmm. you know what? A lot of clients are asking for delivery. They just do the delivery, which that was kind of like. Um, it's like I tell people, it was, it was difficult. We made it work, um, right. and, and that's the biggest thing. Just, just when you feel like quitting, just do one more day. You know, when right. you get that feeling like, "Yo, I'm gonna quit because this is I'm done," tell yourself, "I'm gonna do it for one more day." Guess yeah. what? The day is gonna get better because you're gonna go to sleep, you're gonna rest, you're gonna wake up fresh, you're gonna be like, you know what? Let me go do what I got to do. Sleep on Yeah. You exactly. have to sleep on it. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, I mean, I'm human. I wanted. to quit. I want to <laughs> <I, I> have my <laughs> whole career. Like, why would I want to go do this stuff now? Right.
0: Like, Especially you know, when it get gets
1: hard too, right? Absolutely. Yo, that's yeah. There's always hard times. Anything you do in life. Nothing in life is easy. The whole mentality of, oh, this is easy. There's, there's nothing easy. Most people are going to tell you, you know, this is really hard to do and this and that you, and that's a lie. Because once mm-hmm. you start doing it, it's easy. It, it's easy onto the mindset that you have. Just so one more day. That's what I, t- I tell myself all the time. Just one more day. You don't feel like doing it? One more day. So, but that's how we started, like, cooking in the kitchen, crazy stuff, no deliveries, none of that. People will come to our home to pick up. I think my probably my neighbor was like, this guy has to be a- <laughs> <laughs> has to stuff in his house coming out with bags. It's like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, a old army guy, hilo guy. Um, so, i was chatting with him was like bro i thought you guys were doing like i don't know some type of drug deals and stuff like that I was like no 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 it's just coming up to food,
0: food dealer, dealer. that's food what dealer, it is yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was, yeah yeah so
1: like i said one thing led to another now we're like fully set open seven days a week seven days a week delivery now we have uh i think 11 uh pick up locations throughout jacks we deliver to Palatka. we delivered to uh, uh, san Agustin. so we branch out and uh <laughs> our next step is uh going to be re- regional shipping coming up uh, in 2023 that's uh Long-term goal right now, mid next year, and keep growing. That's what yeah. that's all we can do, and hopefully make this thing a franchise. So a lot of people that come to the store; they like the, they like the ambient, they like what they see, they like the feel, you know. And we are uh, we thinking about maybe franchising this thing.
0: No, that'd be awesome, man. I think that's a good plan. I mean, so like, let's kind of go back, right? Because what was it like for you trying to manage all of this while also going on deployments and you know having your responsibilities that you had day to day in the military and you know everything like that how big of a struggle was it trying to manage also growing the meal prep business oh it was definitely difficult but i had help That's
1: right. what I'll, I'll be blessed with is friends and family and people around me that actually take care of, uh, of the things that i needed uh I first sack sack ragton huge friend of mine love him to death he took care of the whole thing for me, pretty much. He was running the whole business. I was gone. I was able to focus on what I needed to do. And if he didn't need a guidance or something happened or something like that, he will call me. He will tell you know, email me, or whatever the case might be. We always had an open communication. Where you know, if I was on base doing doing what I did, he was able to manage that. And you know, and uh, and took the business. He maintained the business pretty much by himself uh, with the family. Uh, once we opened the location, at Riverside, I want to say awesome. we, did it. we did it for like. Two solid years, two three years, like we meet together. So yeah, love him to death, sure. Yeah, no that always have to surround yourself with good people that yeah. believe in your vision, and they can and they will put in their soul and they everything into it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So let's talk about the mindset there, man. Because I mean, you're 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 not coming from the easiest background, right? You know, oh. you, you got you got, you guys immigrated over to the U.S. You know, so let's talk about the mindset behind you know, growing the business, you know, and, and getting, you know, obviously like you said, there's good days, there's bad days. Right. But it's the mindset of, you know, you're going to keep going. You're not going to stop. You're going to make it successful no matter what. Um, What do you think was the biggest driver there? Like what's the biggest, you know, piece of advice you could give on the mindset there?
1: I think the biggest thing that I want to say is like how you see things, you know, coming from nothing, so I tell people all the time, like, you know, what, what, what do we say? Like, nowadays, what do we look at things? We look at things as the oh, he's poor because he doesn't have a nice car. Oh, he's poor because he doesn't have this. Oh, he's poor because he doesn't have that, right? Material things. That's how we are valuing things. So, my mindset was, like, listen, I come from a place where people think I'm poor, but I'm rich because I have people next to me that care about me. I might not have the clothes I want. I might have shoes with the holes on. I might not be able to eat every day. But guess what? I have people that care about me when I was a child that brought me a piece of bread a day, that brought me water. So I was reaching that aspect where I had a good support system. Mm-hmm. So for me, that mindset is always stuck with me. Um, I was—I I tell people all the time, like having the things that I have now mean nothing to me. Uh, right. Money is just a way for me to get where I want to go. And the aspect of me being able to help people, um, and that's just the mindset that I try to have every day. You know, like three, like I think, it's like three things, three biggest things: take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your soul. You do those three things, and everything else will come. Uh, when chaos comes and things happen, because obviously we had days where you know things went. <laughs> you are just like, dude, how do I keep going? Yeah, you, know what? you go eat, you go sleep. You go to take care of yourself. And once you do those three things, everything else, all of a sudden, there's a solution. Mm-hmm. When the fire goes on and it burns down the house, what do you do? The foundation's still there. Clean it up, build it back up again. Yeah. Well, I think that Not was important
0: even- for me. Yeah. That's big, man. So let's break those down, right? You got the three, you know, your three things, right? So how are you, um, you know, what, how are you doing it, right? And then what advice would you give people? Or taking care of your you know your body taking care of your mind and taking care of your soul
1: so the biggest thing like i always tell like how do you take care of your body what do you eat you know go exercise go for a walk 30 minutes that's it nothing nothing major you know mm-hmm. I and mean? watch what you put in your body you your body's your temple you know you take care of it uh you you have to do that those things for you because that's how you react that's how your mood swings come in. and now coming from my background with the military there's a lot of trauma that I have Obviously some of the things I did and you know and then from my childhood, I have trauma, I have things that I have to take care of. Go talk to a therapist. That way you take care of your soul, that way you're taking care of your of yourself. You are acknowledging the things that you have to work on. And then uh, taking care of your mind, go 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 meditate. You know, go go watch the sunrise. That's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, read. Really, uh, when I feel really anxiety and depression uh, and all these things coming at me at once. Like I got to you, like I have to go and meditate. Like for me, it's work and I have to go do it. It's, you know, it's actually, I'm reading this book called, um, uh, the, the body keeps core. Mm-hmm. And it's all about trauma. It's all about how to take care of your, of your mind and your soul and understanding the things that are happening to you, and why they're happening. You know, sometimes one of the biggest things, serotonin comes out. Mm-hmm. From you. It's in your brain. So, um, Prozac. You have all these other pills against depression coming up, and uh, but those, those are things that you have to do, go do when you see yourself like anxiety, and depression, and all these things. You have to take care of your mind because uh, your mind is that powerful. Yeah, all the time. It's so easy, so easy for you to deviate, but it takes time. Um, how many friends do you have that you see them like off the rails, and you just like, damn it, man, I wish I could help him. I wish I could do something for them mm mm-hmm. time, time will get them there, getting the right advice. I'm a great believer who you hang out with is part of who you are. Um, and we all make mistakes, you know, and that's why it's, it's so important for you to take care of your mind. That's, that's the biggest one. And then your body just obviously nutrition and working out and your soul is taking care of the little things, you know, reading, learning and making sure you are okay with who you are.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that's huge, man. So, you know, taking care of your body, right? You know, making sure you're eating right, you know, working out, taking care of your your physical being. And then, you know, taking care of your mind, making sure you're staying sharp, you know, reading, making sure that you're, you know, you're not. Because at the end of the day, let's be real, right? We're all human. And, you know, you can, you can, like, it's fact, you can get dumber. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Right? Like, so I, I think that's big, right? Like, take care of your mind, make sure you're staying sharp. Um, you know, you're reading, you're listening to audiobooks, or you're, you know, you're watching podcasts like this or you're listening to other people communicate different points. Right. Um, and it's just all about points of view. It's, it's gathering different points of view and then processing it internally. Um, I think that that helps out as well. And then, you know, just to recap, like helping with your soul. I think, you know, I, what I gathered from what you were saying is just making sure you're good with who you are as a person. You I mean know. at
1: times I'm not, honestly. Like that's why that's why I go to therapy, you know? Yeah. Um, because I mean as a man,
0: right? As a man, as mm-hmm. business owners. Anything, you know, you're like, oh man, I got this. Uh, dude, I'm the man, you know? Yeah, you bear you bear a lot of you bear a lot of weight on the shoulders, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You could be brutal. That's like I tell people, I, I can I can I can walk into the room and I can do damage, right? You had that in the back of your mind. How do you control that, right? It has to be the therapy. You gotta take care of your soul, you have to understand who you are. Sometimes we hurt the people we love the most without even knowing it. You know, your girlfriend, your wife, your children, your mother. Sometimes, like, they see that anger in you. They see that reaction. You know, this is something the military members deal with all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's something that I deal with, too. And, uh, and it's hard. And it's, uh, it's definitely one of the most difficult things that me, as a man, have to deal with is accepting we are, who I am and accepting mm-hmm. the mistakes I made. And that's why I sell gotta take care of your soul, man. You have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: I think that also, like, I think it couples it couples well with, you know, aside from you know, being a man, you know, you've got a, a daughter as well, being a father, right? Like aside from those two things, also, you know, being a business owner, trying to grow a business, trying to, you know, make sure that you know your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted, right? Like there's a lot that goes into that that a lot of people don't realize. Oh, absolutely. You like and, and not not even not even just the mental or like the action like the actionable things it's also the like the mental right aside from the physical actionable things that they see us doing you know daily it's it's the mental battle too right um you know how what about this bill oh shit, i didn't i didn't see this bill coming you know or Uh, We got payroll coming up or, you know, hey, we need to get, you know, you know, we need to get a couple more clients to, you know, hit a hit a record month this month. Right. Like all those mental notes and battles that we have internally that we don't voice to other people. Right. (laughs) You can I mean, it's like it's it's like you said, you know, I
1: cannot fail. Failure for me is not an option. I have Mm -hmm. to get going. I have to do one more day. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. Like so many people depend on what I do every day, how I act, how I react. And like I said, sometimes I'm human and I go downhill and it happens. But the one thing is that I do not fail. I do not care. Like, I don't care. Even if I fail, I'll get back up. I take it as a lesson. I move on. I don't let it. I try not to let it bother me. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it gets to me because it's hard. It's hard to accept failure. You know, it's hard to accept the pain that comes from it. It's hard to lose people because of the way you react or act. Because Like you say, in the business aspect, you know, you have a, a supplier you give it the bad reaction, you know, you like, you got to pay the bill. You got to do the things that you got to take care of. And sometimes, you know, things happen and you're not there yet. You just got to keep going. So I take them as lessons like failure. I think I try to say they're lessons for me.
0: Yeah. Now, um, what do you think is one of the biggest lessons that you've had to learn, you know, from going from part-time, you know, in the business and, you know, just starting it off to where you're at now? What do you think has been one of the biggest lessons you've had to learn? One
1: more day, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's why I apply so hard because, um, yeah, I say I would say one more day. That's the biggest lesson I've learned when it comes to the business aspect. Just taking us one more day. It was really hard for me uh, when I got out and I started doing this full time dealing with life itself. You know, went to a divorce. It's like, once of things happen, so it's just like damn it. You know, I was down for a long mm-hmm. time. Uh, so I would say that one more day. It was the biggest lesson i hope, I have learned. It just like I think right now what I'm currently working on is just controlling my anger, controlling my the way the way I act in three dollars. You know? So I would say one more day.
0: Yeah, there's a really good book. Um, I don't know if you've read it or not, it'll probably resonate really well with you as well. Um, it's called How Leadership Actually Works. Perfect. Um, it's by Larry Yacht, um, former Navy SEAL, you know, team lead, everything like that. Um book's awesome, right? <laughs> but it, it goes over it, It's cool though because, like you know, especially coming from being former military, right? You'll appreciate the like the way he structures everything, right? And the tactics behind the reasoning as to why he, you know, teaches different principles and the way he teaches you how to react and respond and stuff like that. Um, It's pretty wild, man. Because I I'd I'd say a lot of it probably goes back to like military background, um, where you know. Uh, And you'll you'll probably be able to speak on this a lot better than I am. I'm literally just regurgitating what he says in the book, right? (laughs) Um, But like what he talks about is how like uh, in business and as leaders, right? We don't really practice a lot, right? A lot of what we do is just game time. Um, And so, but in the military, especially like in spec ops and stuff like that, he said they practice every single day. And, so, <laughs> and, and so he said, you know, when it comes to like business, why are we not practicing, you know, the tough conversations? Why are we not practicing, you know, open communication? And one of the biggest things he said too, was like, when it comes to teams, um, he said in the military, the team is not a group of guys that all like each other and get along and, and you know, whatever he said, it's the best people equipped to get to the end goal. And I think that was a huge thing for me whenever I heard that. Cause you know, one of the big things as an entrepreneur and as, a, as an owner, right, you get, to, you get to kind of build your team, right? And I think it's so easy, especially as people, to want to be around people that we like. You know, I mean, you probably dealt with this too, right? Like, we want to be around people that we enjoy being around that we like. And that was a big clarity moment for me because I was like, damn, that's not what it's about this is our goal for the company and I need to get the people that are best fit in each position to reach that
1: goal. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing that you want in teams, loyalty, uh, mm-hmm. That's what i learned. So, I'm like, you don't, you don't want the best guy. Cause if the best guy doesn't have loyalty, it's no good to you. It's like you said, it's literally not good to you. Um, that's how I structured my team. So I was able to, you know, pick the guys that I want to go out with and that I wanted to work with. And, um, I obviously, you know, had a list of guys and we were able to choose. And, you know, that's the one thing with the military. Everything I do, even now for the business, everything's structured. Everything mm-hmm. is, you know, so everything is like point one thing. Like I could get someone in there in the store, train them out, and they have a checklist. And they're just like, wow, everything's so well organized. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's how you, that's the, the background the military teaches you. Mm-hmm. And it's so, in your team, you don't want the best guy. You don't. Because if he doesn't have any loyalty, done. Usually the guys that I like to, to keep around, it it's like you say, average. Why? Because they get this stuff done. They're good at what they do and they produce and they're loyal. Loyalty is a big thing. Um, so, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I'm probably going to read that book next.
0: So. Yeah, I would definitely check it out, man. You, I think you'd enjoy it. Absolutely. Uh, so what's what's kind of the what's the operation look like now for you guys? You know, because I mean, obviously you guys have you know, the storefront, you guys are delivering meals, um so what's that kind of look like for you guys now
1: uh right now it is a lot <laughs> <So> <laughs> right now right we're here we're talking like uh so i got orders coming in you know like i said again i put myself in a position where i have good people with me i teach them the right stuff and once they have once you have people in place and you're given the right tools everything's going to go smooth because if they have a question they have a problem you're going to reach out for most of the questions and most of the problems they can fix them themselves Nutrition wants, but they know how to get it done. Um, so, the operations for us, that's it's like right now, you go place an order. I have someone at the store, they go look at your order, they put it together. They're there, they're prepping. I think right now, total, I have like 10, 11 employees uh, uh, currently. I'm hiring some others. So, that's why my number is kind of buffy because I got one coming up next week. I'm always trying to, like, especially in the restaurant business, to have the storefront, it's always moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the operations for us, look, it's, 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 it's 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 pretty simple but complex at the same time. Someone new coming on board, they'll be like, "Oh my god, this is a lot," but it's really not. It's like it's like I tell people, you know, one of the biggest lies that people tell you is like, "Oh, you cannot do it. It's so yeah. hard to do it." Business yeah. is hard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life is hard for guys. Working <laughs> up and breathing is a blessing, so everything else is yeah. hard. Um, well, that's
0: that's like one of the biggest things too. Is it's like you know, everybody says business is hard or anything like that or whatever. Being broke is hard. <laughs> making money's hard pick your heart pick your heart
1: that's it that's all that's all that's all you gotta do and now um, yeah like right now that's how the operation goes it's pretty smooth pretty uh, sailing where i have a lot of time for me for myself so i'm gonna i'm a, you know okay like, like every i never stay in the same place that's something with me I, i'm always improving i'm always having like right now I've got a short term short-term goal the, apart from the business and i have a long-term goal apart from the business which is improving myself, improving my mind, improving my soul, and uh, so I got, got, got. Up. So the, the business structure is set. where I don't even have to be there. This is why the franchise is coming into place hopefully mm-hmm. by 2024, um, business wise. So it's pretty, it's pretty simple in my mind. But yeah. I know, it's fine, but once you get the right people there, you put the right checklist. Everyone knows how to read. Everyone knows how to open up an app nowadays they can see what they need to get done. And as long as they get it done and they check in on it and all I have to do is look up, they got it done. Easy. Perfect. But that's how the structure is right now. Logistic wise, I got, like I said, I got, got good employees, man. And they, 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 they get paid well and they, they do the right thing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. So what, what do you, what do you think? Are you guys more focused on the storefront or more on the meal prep delivery side now? Uh, both. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm the one that handles that part. And uh, I, I, I'm
1: always focused on both. Like, I, I never give one more than the other because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I feel like when I do, which I've done in the past, something's slack. So if I keep both of them going fully forward, like you'll see me, like, in the post on Instagram, I post a little bit about the meal prep. Then three or four days after that, all I do is post about the storefront and sending out uh, emails in where way clients know where we are, trying to acquire those new clients, you know, and mm-hmm. there. And that's part of the ne- uh, the next adventure that I'll be launching up here uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, it's going to give me uh, another another venue
0: for me to reach out more people. That's awesome, man. So what are what are you guys primarily doing for you know for marketing, right? Because you guys are a you know direct to consumer you know company, right? So what's kind of the biggest like marketing channels you guys are targeting and, and going after?
1: We use uh, we use obviously Google Ads. Uh, we use Win Dixie. Uh, when you go by, you know you see the labels and stuff like that. We use local flavor, uh, we use money pages. So we, we try to stay in the local uh, in the local uh, market more than anything else. There's a couple apps that we've been looking at, like uh, I think it's like five star, um, like where you get an app and then you see the, the business coming up and we can still do sales and stuff like that. So we try to stay active in those apps and, 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 and mainly that's what we target. We did mint uh, magazine for a little while, um uh, and stuff like that. Uh with a group on we do it for a little while too. So we just pretty much try everything uh that we can see and uh beneficial
0: for the business. Awesome man. So yeah, because I mean you guys are, you know, like you said, you're all local, regional, you know, stuff like that. So um that's good, man. So what's next for you guys? Obviously you talked a little bit about franchising. So what's what's next <laughs> yeah. there?
1: Uh, the 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 next big thing for us is going to be regional shipping. Uh, that's uh, coming up first uh, in 2023. Uh, once we get that knocked down, then because uh, it's okay, everything takes time. Everything mm-hmm. takes time. You know, you got to have the right people. Honestly, you know, money is like I told you. Money money doesn't mean anything to me personally. Only a way for me to get where I need to be in mm-hmm. um, uh, a vehicle. Yeah, a vehicle. Oh, but most, most people don't see it that way so i have to pay yeah. to it, <laughs> uh, which is part of the business so uh yeah so uh i think that's our next big thing right now uh, where i'm focusing on is just trying to launch uh the regional shipping getting everything uh locked down a new site might be coming needs to come out for that to be happening so we're investing a lot of money in that too um and then after that uh, if everything works out well because everything has to be in place where i can sell what i have and put everything in, put it in place. It needs to be moved from an LLC to a corporation and then we'll be able to do the franchise.
0: Awesome, man. No, I think that's, I think it's a good idea, man. I think there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity there, yeah, you know, um, especially when it comes to, you know, the fresh food and everything like that. Um, you know, there's a market for it everywhere. Yes, sir. Especially, especially in the, uh, you know, the, the bodybuilding world that you're in and, and, you know, all that. Uh even aside from that, man, just busy, you know, busy people. uh because I would say honestly, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say probably a bulk of your business doesn't even come from the competition world, does it? Absolutely not. But I mean, yeah. but, <laughs> I mean guys, is maybe one or two, three clients.
1: I mean, yeah. what is They don't have money to spend money on food. Yeah. These guys are eating six, seven times a day. Do you think they you know what those guys eat? Rice and chicken. They taste yeah. they don't have any taste in food. I cook for regular people, man. Ninety nine percent of my clients are regular human beings, hardworking doctors, nurses, lawyers, busy, yeah, people, people like me. Like I don't have time to I eat what I could. You mm. know what I mean? Like people often say, Oh, you step on stage eating your food? Absolutely yes. You know what <laughs> I mean? I don't yeah. have time to eat rice and chicken. Like, I mean, I want to eat flavorful food and still look good and right. still be hundred percent myself. And I did I mean, I got I got second place, now I'm going for my pro card. So no, I, bodybuilders, nah. It's just, I don't. Care. <laughs> I mean, you, you heard about the 80-20 rule, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody building, you think I want to focus on that? Get out. Of here, man. I mean, they it just, it's just honestly, that's yeah, that's, that's not my market. My market is just hardworking people, people that want to eat something healthy, something clean, and understand nutrition. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think mean, it's huge because a lot of people, you know, obviously they're trading time, right? They're trading their money for time. They're get, they're buying their time back. The time it would take them to cook, you know, the meals and stuff like that. That's what they're buying back by using the service. Absolutely. So uh, I think that's super important, you know, that you guys have that target audience, that you guys have that nailed down and that, you know. Because I think a lot of people, think you know, look at meal prep and they're like, oh, it's a bodybuilding thing. No, it's not. But I, but I could, you know. Like I think a lot of people do. Like I think a lot of people look at a meal prep service or a meal prep, and they're like, "Oh, it's a bodybuilding thing." But in reality, it's not. It's a time thing, right? I
1: agree, man. At the end of the day, it's a luxury. You literally don't want to go to the store. You don't want to spend your weekend cooking. And then, I mean, most people when they do meal prep, what do they do? They eat the same thing every day. So it gets boring. It's like you only keep it up for so long. Well, I think that's a lot
0: of a big reason too why a lot of people fall off of it. Yeah, absolutely. This is
1: why I teach food. Have a good system when you look at food, and you're like, you know what? I'm grateful for what I'm eating because it's going to keep me healthy. It's not. You don't want to eat a food that's bland. You don't want to eat food that is just like, oh my god, what the heck is this thing? You know what I mean? You you will never buy that again. Mm. Um, if, if I give you flavorful food, food that is good for you, it makes you feel great. And you could go do what you need to do. You will keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my market. It's just teaching people have a good relationship with food and look at food as something as medicine because that's what it is. We just don't teach it. You know why we do nowadays? Oh, you need something? Go to the doctor. Maybe we'll give you some pills. you would be great to go. <laughs> oh, you know, you're eating two times a day? No, no, no. All, eat only one. You'll be fine. You know, yeah. so it's like, what? You hear all these people, crazy ideas of dieting. All these other all things, oh, do keto, do this, do that. You know how bad that is for you? I mean, I'm not a big believer on any diet. What I'm a big believer on is macros, micronutrients. Eat your mm-hmm. fats, eat your proteins, and eat your carbs. Three things. You'll be fine. Control your calories. There's no way you're going to lose weight if you are in a surplus. surplus mm-hmm.
0: in it doesn't matter how clean the food is you're eating, yeah. I don't care what you name
1: it. I don't care yeah. what you name it. This diet, I don't care what you name it yeah Macronutrients, macronutrients track your macros if you're in a surplus guess what you're gonna get if you bring those calories down guess what you are going to lose weight it's that simple and yes it does matter I love what you put in your body I had a guy like ah, keto guys like, oh can you put a bar of butter in my meal absolutely not I don't want to kill you like going, what put I a want bar to of butter yeah because that's, yeah. that's I guess that's what his coach told me to do. I'm like nah I'm not doing that man <laughs> I'm not responsible for giving you. <laughs> oh, oh my like, gosh! Oh, you could go buy it at this store. You'll be fine. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean that's that's that's. I hear a lot, and that's why I try to teach people guidance to have a good relationship with their food. Because nowadays, I mean, honestly, in the households, they do not have a good relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the programs that I try to help out here in town is called the Daniel's Kids, um, which is kids that have. Uh, you know, foster kids that they don't have much. And, uh, you know, when I bring them their food and they see a green bean, they're just like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, oh, that's green bean. Mm-hmm. And they just like, oh, I've never seen that. I always eat them in a can, you know, when they see like peppers, you know, tomato for them is ketchup. So once you, the thing is our youth is not taught properly what nutrition does for them. They look at it as, I mean, food is just McDonald's. It's something quick and you know, easy that you could grab. That's food for them, that's, that's right. Well, they eat and they're you know, you could only sustain that into like 20, 30, 20, 25, and then you start getting diabetes and you start getting heart issues. And at that point, you that's it, you back into the system, and they try to fix yourself if you got a good career and you got the money to be able to do. Because uh, the first thing the doctor tells you is, Oh, change your diet. <laughs> but then again, doctors, how long do they spend in a course about nutrition? Yeah, I think it's like 20, like not even like 20 hours. So, out of the entire six, seven, eight years being a doctor they almost spend 20 hours talking about nutrition but then again they know that it's food because why because they eat good food so it's like you know what I mean? you see the I, oh I, yeah I, yeah i see I, where you're going yeah so it's that's why that's why i target them because they know
0: that's awesome man well amada man it's been good man we're coming up on our time here so um what's uh what's one one nugget you want to leave everybody with and then we'll, we'll sign off yeah the biggest thing is
1: uh uh circling back to the big three take care of your body take care of your mind take care of your soul those three big things always take care of them and then everything else in life will come to you perfect man
0: amato man i really appreciate you coming on today man uh thank you for having me on here bro all right guys that's it for today's episode of the real impact make sure you guys tune in next monday for another live episode peace peace